This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, Episode 53, recorded September 3rd, 2006. Welcome to TF Wire. It's the finger holes, Ultra Magnus. We shall call you New Soundwave. It pays to get Transformers because get girls. This is Matrix Prime. Power 64. This is Matt Spader. This is Curious Saint Transformer. Chill out. Hello and welcome to TF Wire. I am Jesse slash Matrix Prime and I am joined by Awa 64. Nice to be here. And Curious. Let's see if I can make it to the end today, everybody. Yes, I'm betting for a record. <laughs> and Spader should be here. But he's not. He's not. It's very unlike him to disappear. <laughs> Story one: full body shot of Movie Prime and a close up of Bumblebee. Up to this point, we've only seen Prime's head minus the faceplate, as well as the upper body and feet. But TFW member Hop to Pop was attending a close, a clothing trade show in Vegas and snapped a picture of a new Transformers poster featuring a full body shot of Prime. The image shows the character in his classic red and blue color scheme, not with flames of course, as well as a really big gun and at this point can be found mirrored on all of the Transformer websites, including our very own TFWire.com. And in other news, we also got our first close-up look at Bumble- Bumblebee's face this week with a picture that looks like he was caught by surprise and with a mouth that resembles a gas cap. Yay! Gas cap mouth. I've heard people saying Bumblebee actually looks kind of cute. <laughs> is that what we want in this movie? Cute Transformers? Kiss play? Is this kiss play? Or maybe they're trying to build up to a line of Transformers plush toys like they did with the Alien vs. Predator <laughs> line with a plush alien yes. queen. Yeah. Yes. You may joke now, but I am actually not opposed to the idea of plushy Transformers. I mean, we're getting Optimash Prime. It's well, not like we're completely... Devoid of cuteness in the line. And I did have my Optimus Prime hand puppet, uh, which has got a lot of popularity <laughs> since I posted it on Flickr. I- I've been featured on a number of sewing blogs. <laughs> and uh, I was uh, I think I was Puppet of the Week on the Puppet Vision blog as well, which came completely by surprise. Nice. Any chance we'll see a sequel? Uh, well, I'm thinking of doing a Megatron one, but I would want to have something I could move the mouth of, but that would be quite hard. I, th- I think a nice buckethead Megatron with arms would be kind of in order. Cool. Or I could just repaint so back him. On topic. <laughs> back on topic, what do you guys think of Prime, now that we've seen the full body? I really like the trend recently of Prime being given a boomstick. Yeah, nice gun, huh? Yeah, it's quite a departure from his regular battle rifle he has, and uh, I-, I don't really mind. Now, is this actually a piece from the vehicle? Uh, hell if I know. It, you just can't possibly tell with the new design aesthetic they've decided on for these Transformers. Nothing looks recognizable in robot mode as being from the vehicle mode, so... Could be. Could not be. But considering that the people have said that they don't want anything to exist, like mass shifting, I don't think they'll have the kind of, um, what they called subspaced pocket dimensions where the weapons are meant to come from in the original series existing in the movie, so I imagine it is actually part of the design of the truck. So, going back to Bumblebee, 
do you like his face? Yeah. Do you it's like a the big eyes? Good face. Good face? You like the gas cap mouth? Yeah. It does remind me of the um, pet locusts I have. They just kind of stare at you with these big bulbous <laughs> eyes and have kind of like an odd mouth which just chews it. It is kind of going down the bumblebee is a sort of insect. Insect? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, most of the Transformers seem to be somewhat insectoid inspired. How so? Which other ones? I mean, look at Megatron. What, he's something you've stood on? <laughs> that, what about Megatron? What about, yeah, yeah. He what? looks relatively insectoid. How do you figure? Relative to a bucket? <laughs> what? He looks kind of bug-like. What kind of bug? No bug in particular, but just... Not unbug-like. <laughs> I should just quit while I'm a relatively short behind, shouldn't I? Uh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Next topic. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Next topic is mine, and it is the 2007 cartoon rumor. This past week, Cybertron.com member Ground Pound 1967 passed along some information about the leaked 2007 Cartoon Network schedule. Rumored to appear on the schedule is a new show entitled Transformers Heroes and is being produced by Cartoon Network. Yay! The listing is said to include the following description. The Transformers are back, arriving on the Earth of the future where robots are commonplace and as humanity's servant class. But Earth's robots have a secret that may doom humanity and their unlikely Autobot saviors. Uh-oh. Well, I would like to point out at this point that um, Transformers Heroes is only the name for the show in the United Kingdom over in America and the rest of the world. It's known as Transformers Ninjas. <laughs> Transformers Fast Forward. Yeah. Where they all go f into the future instead of finishing their season arc they should have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so does anybody like this premise? Uh, it could go either way. I think... I mean... I saw it described on some place as what if Transformers landed in the world of iRobot, which I assume is a reference to the film rather than the book, because they're very different. Yeah, it's definitely a reference to the film more so than the book. Because that's not the book, and I've seen the film and it does kind of fit with the film. Well, there is no book for iRobot, so... I just... What are you talking about? <laughs> yes, Curious, what are you talking about? I, uh, there's no book to go with iRobot? Since when? Well, there's, no, there's no book called iRobot. There's a collection of short stories, isn't there? But there's no actual short story or even novel that is called iRobot, which has the plot which occurs in the iRobot film. It was just a collective name given to a collection of collected short stories. Okay, you win. Your geek foo is stronger than <laughs> ours. Yes. Uh, what were we talking about again? Uh, Transformers. Transformers. Fast forward. Transformers. Yeah. Uh. This <laughs> does seem like it has potential at the very least. I mean, you know, just by the description that the evil malignant force thing that they're talking about, Decepticons. Well, of course. Unless it's the Predacons. 
That would be rather interesting in a... <laughs> hey, we had it with robots in disguise, so... But we also got Decepticons eventually. Eventually. The thing I can see changing the most from any existing Transformers series, though, is that the brief... With, well, sorry, the description of the series we've been given... Uh, focuses more on the world in which the Transformers land rather than the Transformers themselves. They haven't talked anything about the Transformers, it's just about the human world they inhabit, and so I think it will be featured a lot more on the human characters or the robots that come from the human world than we've seen previous series. You know, a bit like um, uh, Master Force, was it? Where it was all pretenders running around in their space bases? No, (laughs) headmasters? You're asking the wrong person here. Uh, it wasn't Headmasters. Or some of the Japanese series where they focused more on the uh, humans and their characters and the world they lived in rather than the Transformers that they were fighting. Just judged on the uh, couple of sentences we have. Hasn't that been uh, every cartoon we've had for the past couple of years? Yeah, but in this case it would be justifiably so, I feel. <laughs> no, we don't need more humans. There's also a degree to which the fact that it looks like Cartoon Network is producing this themselves, which seems like a good thing. In the past, Cartoon Network's kind of given crap treatment to the shows that have been featuring Transformers on their network because, well, to be honest, they haven't been all that great. Hmm. I mean... That's a big understatement. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, Cartoon Network is producing this one now. I've heard in the past that they've actually been excited to produce one and had wanted them to do that in the past. Might be seeing... So maybe, maybe they won't give it a shitty time slot this time? That's looking like a definite possibility. <laughs> What's it on now, 6 a.m.? Again, asking the wrong person. <laughs> You're not up at 6 a.m.? Hell no. Okay, then. <laughs> Next story. <laughs> Next story? Legends of Cybertron to appear in classics. ACTOYS.net member Beast Wars has posted pictures of some of the upcoming figures that will appear in the classics line, and while not new molds, they are repaints of classic figures. The three figures shown are Legends of Cybertron Leo Breaker, who is repainted as Leo Prime, Jetfire, who is repainted as Fireflight, and Cybertron Defense Red Alert, who is repainted as Perceptor. This time, there's no word on which wave these figures will appear in, or if they will have a wide release. Hopefully they will. Yep. I guess the Legends of Cybertron figures are having a much wider release than the, than what we saw with, uh... What was it? The Heroes of Cybertron figures. Yeah, one of them was engineered toys, and one was sculpted toys, though, so... I think so excited? Yeah, I think the most interesting part of the whole thing is that there's an American version of Lyocon Boy. I mean, past that, it's cool that they're doing the kind of interesting G1 homages, and I know that a Cybertron Defense Red Alert has been pointed out in the past as being a very good choice for a Perceptor version. I think the color scheme works pretty well in the figure, too. Yeah, it does. It's also the first time we've seen... It's kind of disappointing that we're not getting it full size. Yep. It's the first time we've seen... Maybe we will. Yes, <laughs> Kyrus. <laughs> I, I don't, don't get to talk, Kyrus. Okay. Go ahead. I did enough not talking the last couple of weeks. I need to make up for it now by gabbling as much <laughs> as possible. Uh, okay. it, it, <laughs> it's the first time we get to see Perceptor reincarnated as he truly should be, rather than just a combined form for the Minicons, so uh, I'm quite excited oh. by that. Don't mention Minicons. Okay. And why shouldn't he? 
I'll be quiet. Because the Perceptor Minicons were horrible. I liked the Perceptor Minicons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of Minicons, but I must say that I, I do not like them. They just don't fit with the general aesthetic of the rest of the Minicon line. The Energon so. Perceptor Minicons were fun. No, because you had the guy with big f feet and silly hips and <laughs> a guy that turned into a surf hover zeppelin board balloon. It was no, it's horrible. <laughs> but they were fun. I, I will say they were better than the Armada versions, but that's not saying much. They were just kind of at least not coming from me. They were mediocre across the board. They didn't have a good toy that looked. Didn't have a good robot mode. Didn't have a good alternate mode. Didn't have a good combined mode. weren't portrayed well in the comic book or portrayed well in the cartoon. And they've never got cult status in the same way that Stopback did because he was such a terrible toy that everybody loved him. They, they're just sort of bland and mediocre universally, so... No. Well, they did have one piece of fan fiction that was actually kind of interesting. Of course, it'll go to your guys' side because that piece of fiction was a self-review called Very Bad Toys Are We. <laughs> so are we done with that topic? Uh, <laughs> what topic? Yeah, exactly. We went so far off on that topic, it wasn't even funny. Yeah. Okay. Next story. Next story. Transformers Timelines number one. Comicnewsi.com has posted a press release for the upcoming Transformers Timelines number one comic book. The story takes place in the Beast Wars time period, but it happens with it not happens with dealings deals with happenings that occur before the Maximals and Predacons crash land on Earth. It features a cover by Joe Ng, con contributions by Bob Forward and Ben Yee, as well as two new exclusive Beast Wars profiles. This 24-page book is due out in November. Now, this could either be very cool or very stupid. If it's very stupid, it will be because when they say, before the Beast Warriors crashed on Earth, and it's talking about what is happening on <laughs> Earth. Otherwise, it will be pretty damn cool because it's featuring pre-Beast Wars Cybertron. Well... In Beast Machines, when you get to see Waspinator talking about becoming the god of the human tribe that ruled over there, I wanted to know the entire history of that tribe that existed on Earth before the Beast Machines, Beast Wars, crashed into it. So, I think it'll be good regardless of whatever happens. But that's after the Beast Wars. Ah, but the history of the tribe isn't. The great descendants <laughs> of the people that finally get the cameos in Beast Machines it is never revealed, and... It's something to look forward to with lots of salivation. Well, I'm so out of this topic because it's about comics, but I thought I would throw it in. Well, okay. much appreciated. It is a, about time we get a fill-in which is in continuity with the established series rather than being a spin-off of comics. No, I need to rephrase that. Um, it's nice because the thing with IDW is they did the Beast Wars series, which was actually in continuity with the Beast Wars TV show, but so far what we've seen from them, their infiltration, their war, no not war, then uh, Stormbringer, as well as their evolutions, uh, has been in their own continuity as a manifestation of their own interpretation of the Transformers comic mythos, and so it's nicely returning to an established continuity. Is that any different from Dreamwave doing that, though, or any of the other Transformers comic book companies? We haven't actually had many singular established continuities that have lasted very long. The Beast Wars TV show was probably the one that lasted the longest. 
I mean, we've had, since the beginning, we've had two different continuities running at the same time. From the beginning? What, the comic and cartoon? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, G1 Marvel and G1 Cartoon. Oh, in the biotech. Oh, many people. So three. I saw an interesting post once that saying that the only true continuity Transformers which unified every single toy that had been released was actually the tech specs, because they never actually contradicted each other, and they're also the kind of sole driving force behind the Transformers line. It should be regarded as a primary canon. They've been they've contradicted themselves. The Beast Wars ones contradicted themselves between beginning of the line where they said it was modern Earth and towards the middle and end of the line where they said it was prehistoric Earth. Maybe they traveled back Which didn't happen in the tech specs. There's a lot of fan speculation you can write about so you can join (laughs) every single tech specs together. I'm sure. It makes my head hurt. And also, yeah, did the first tech spec of the Beast Wars line say that Optimus Primal was Prime? I don't know. I don't know. Uh... I don't remember if it said Primal was Prime, but it said It was Megatron implied was from Megatron. the comic book they packaged in with it, but I'm not sure if it said... Well, Megatron was Megatron. Or did you mean G1 Megatron? Yeah, G1 Megatron. <laughs> not the one that Beast Wars Megatron... Okay. The one that Beast Wars Megatron okay. named himself after. <laughs> Just had to clarify. We've got completely off topic again here today. Uh... We like to do that, don't we? Yeah. I think we've done that all show now. Transformers Week in Review Week, what is this, 50, 53. 53? The off-topic edition. Yeah. Yes. Next topic? Sure, if it's off. <laughs> uh, well, it, it can be off once we start discussing it. Alright. Okay, last story, Ultra Magnus, Prime's bitch once more. While the Classics line hasn't even been released yet, Tformers.com has posted a picture of an upcoming repaint of Classics Optimus Prime. The figure is repainted in a blue and white color scheme and features silver striping along the sides of the cabin. While there hasn't been any official announcement, it's a pretty safe bet to assume that this is all. Okay, right, Magnus. let's skip the kind of tangent and go straight to the off-topic. So, we're not gradually shifting away from Ultra Magnus, <laughs> but we just get away from it entirely. So let's start talking about Hawkman instead. <laughs> just because just I, I can't think of a way of connecting the two. Isn't Hawkman great? He's got wings and... <laughs> Green pants and uh, a mace, and that whole chest bandolier thing. Yeah. Anyway, I actually like this Ultra Magnus. I almost like the color scheme better than the Prime we've seen, and the Prime actually looks freaking awesome. Better than Prime? I'm gonna pick up at least one, if not both of yep. them. Now, are you? Do you think they're gonna repaint this as a, another Nemesis Prime? It doesn't really strike me as a Nemesis Primey mold. It looks more like Motormaster, because the cab is actually quite sleek. And that's one thing Motormaster in Generation 1 had over Optimus Prime, was this sort of sleeker cab with more windows on top. So they could do it in blue and purple. That would be nice, with the new head sculpt. I'm assuming they're going to try and get as many new figures out of of these molds as they can. Which does make me kind of surprised we haven't seen a spiritual successor to the carbots yet. A line consisting of repaints of earlier lines, or... Like uh, Universe? Yeah. Like okay, Universe. <laughs> Discussion topic, come on! Okay, well, with the release of... Uh, 
Leo Breaker, Cybertron Leo Breaker, or well, Legends of Cybertron Leo Breaker, who has been repainted as Leo Prime, we're starting to see a departure from the days when homages were just homaging the classic Generation 1 characters and starting to move towards homaging the uh, secondary and tertiary lines, such as Beast Machines, Beast Wars, and Generation 2. The question is, when will Generation 1 be abandoned as not only a line which no longer exists apart from the e-hobby re-releases, but also as something that is homaged altogether and just becomes a forgotten memory? Never. Never. <laughs> okay, on yes. to listener questions. <laughs> did we say that collectively? I think we did. Seriously, though, what kind of repaints do we want to see of those kind of things, though? Any other just ideas to throw out there randomly? No? Okay. For the classics? Yeah. Well, I certainly want to see Starscream repainted as the other Seekers. All of them, or just Thundercracker and Skywarp? Go for all of them. Or even, like, the Generation 2 redecos of the characters as well. Well, I'd like to see. Yeah, you got the Generation 2 Dirge and Thrust and Ramjets, which were all different colours. And Ah. you got Sunstorm and all those generic background Seekers. Yeah, but what I would really like to see, though, is a repaint of Starscream done in the original Marvel Comics Starscream white and blue colour scheme as a sort of very exclusive homage when they couldn't colour him right in the comics and did him in the great scheme. And still call him Starscream. (laughs) That's what I'd like to see. How about uh, Cybertron Unicron as Bludgeon? Or, for that matter, the new two-pack Megatron is bludgeon. Ah, uh, Josh. Hell, let's just start making a line of nothing but bludgeons. <laughs> the Josh, the Josh yes. Burcham bludgeon line. I'd be down with the Unicron as, as bludgeon, simply because I'm not going to pick up the Unicron figure. Well, I've repainted him. Well, I did a, I, I did a really kind of quite shonky recolor of... Uh, the line art that someone had done for the official Transformer convention magazine or something of Unicron as Bludgeon, which looked pretty cool in the Outer Pretender shell colours of yellow and purple and magenta and orange. And so I'm very up for that. And now that he's been released in the United Kingdom, I've got to track down at least a couple of copies. He's been released in the United Kingdom? Just, yeah. It really surprised me because we're so far behind the rest of the world and then suddenly we get Cybertron Unicron, you know. They just release one of the figure out of every wave and... So we get a fifth of the line, but... I was going to say, holy crap, distribution doesn't suck completely anymore. Well, there's been one reported sighting in the UK, which is probably all we're going to get. <laughs> so I'm going to have to import it from uh... America anyway. You think we'll see Classics Bumblebee repainted as uh, Cliff Jumper? Yeah. Oh. Although they might do something kind of interesting and maybe change what his partner vehicle thingy is. Put him in a new sculpt with a faceplate and call him Goldbug. What, what about Jetfire? Hmm. Who else could they make out of that figure? Skyfire? <laughs> they could possibly go the Decepticon route. As? One of Cyclonus, maybe? Uh, the alt hmm. mode would fit, yeah. Have we got a Scourge coming up in the Classics line? Uh, not that I know of offhand. We what's it? The Legends line. I've sh- I've seen a shell form of Scourge, which is upcoming recently. So it would be nice to have a uh, original Generation One Cyclonus to go with him. That was Titanium. Titanium, oh, of course. All these new lines are just merging into one. Uh, they're blurring in your mind. Yes. 
My wallet is screaming. It's like a million fans' wallets cried out in horror, and then were suddenly silenced by the fact that these toys kick ass. <laughs> yes. So, no more discussion topic? Uh, yeah, I think that one was kind of weak. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing. Thank Curious for that one. Uh, that's okay. First time for everything. <laughs> I'm making it quite far in the show this time. I might make it all the way to the end and be able to sign off for myself at once. That'll be good. Woohoo! Maybe. I am so tempted just because you mentioned that to boot you from the <laughs> conference. In that case, we should move right to listener questions. Yes? Okay. This one comes from Wildcard. A simple question Minibots or Spy Changers? Spy Changers. I spent a couple of weeks in my university accommodation with one of those uh, very cheap Tesco uh, loop-the-loop tracks, which I set up <laughs> all the way down my staircase, and spy changes have got the right kind of axles, and they're also the right size to kind of go down the edge of the track. That, uh, and that was a very happy week in my life, and you just can't do that with minibots. So spy changes, because they also work as real cars, and do loop-the-loops around my banisters. Minibots are more fun to play with as Transformers, though. But the spy yep, changes, I, I, some of the spy changes uh, have their weapons integrated into their alt mode, which is a really nice feature. True. Uh, there's just something a bit more fun about the minibots to me, although I haven't actually tried them on Hot Wheels or Matchbox tracks before, so maybe that'll change <laughs> for me. Yes, I'm down with the minibots. Much better than the spy changes, in my opinion. And the spy changes, though, they're available in some really cool color variants where they're clear and see-through and transparent, like the new universe ones you've just got in the US of Hauler or E-Hall or whatever. They're really cool. You don't get minibots which are transparent and translucent. We do get ones that are keychains, though. Well, and Botcon exclusives, yes. And Botcon exclusive keychains. <laughs> Well, if they did them as clear BotCon exclusive keychains, then maybe I would be tempted. Oh. Maybe. Just maybe. Maybe. Well, it depends if, you know, the jury's still out on whether they are compatible with the Matchbox, Hot Wheels, Scalectrix line, so... Gonna have to see. Favourite spy changer? Uh, Artfire, I think he was called. He was a blue one, which was transparent. Favorite uh, minibot hour? Uh, gonna have to go with uh, G2 Beachcomber. I'm gonna have to go with at least the ones I have. Uh, G2 Bumblebee. Anyway, you wanna hear my favorite spy changer? Go on. No. <laughs> go for it. Uh, no. Prowl 2. Prowl 2. Really? Yeah. Why? One, I love the idea that there are so many prowls that they need multiple of one that already <laughs> has <laughs> a number in his name. And then past that, uh, first one I got, got it as a gift. So. I wanted to say something very clever about I'm proud, you're proud to, no, I'm proud to, you know, two in the number and two T-double-O, but it, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, that pun would have been just too forced. Yeah. Like most of my <laughs> Star Wars jokes. <laughs> so next question this one comes from Steve O Steve O from Jackass uh, oh, yeah. doubtful 
I was thinking maybe Steve-O from some... I don't know, whatever. Are any of you guys submitting a line for Peter Cullen to say as Prime in the movie? Maybe it's not Steve-O, but it's Steve-Zero, because Steve is from a universe where they've got so many people called Steve, they had to start numbering them like Prowl. You've killed the funny. So, back to the question. (laughs) For some reason I'm thinking Weegy, but I have no... Eh, whatever. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, to the question, the answer is no. I'm quite tempted to uh, see if we can do a snakes on a plane by just demanding the line motherfucking snakes on a motherfucking plane in the movie and seeing if they'll actually (laughs) reshoot it with that in. It worked for snakes on a plane, but maybe it was a one-off. Could be. I mean, it doesn't make quite as much sense to be in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with Scorponok, he he could infiltrate Air Force One and they mistake him for a scorpion, uh, for a snake rather than a scorpion because their arachnid reptile recognition skills aren't that hot being presidential aides. I actually uh, managed to read the script and uh, just on one thing, Air Force One is too small to fit Scorponok on it. How big Scorponok? Pretty big. Really? It's just from the toy prototype images or the renders which were leaked on TFY uh, Transformers World 2005. I couldn't quite get a sense of scale at all. Are they gonna, well, is it, it going to be as big as the Headmaster version was in Generation 1? I'm not sure, but it's going to be significantly l- larger than something that could fit on Air Force One, considering it's... Air Force One isn't really a car transport or anything like that. More like Scorponok in Transformers Cybertron, then. Hmm. Yeah, probably something about that size. I don't know. Can I have two seconds to say no now? Sure. They're up. No. I, I said it twice in case you missed it. I can say it again. No. Okay, well... I'm not submitting the line. <laughs> At least I haven't yet. I, I haven't come up with anything. Well, maybe we should get one of the new Transformers Wire slogans in there. You know, that that would be a great sound clip, actually, having Optimus Prime going, TF Wire! It's not the ingredients, but the flour you use for baking. Ugh. You, you fucked it all up. I th- I th- <laughs> It's better than the line that Caroline suggested, so... What is the line Caroline suggested? <laughs> for those of us who don't remember. Transformers. I guess he's not saying. <laughs> I think it'll sound better coming from one of you two. Uh, I'm not saying it. Oh. I can say it. I don't remember what it was. That's why <laughs> it sounds I'm like an hesitant. owl line. Sounds like an owl line. Okay, if you have to have me say it, could you put it in the chat? (laughs) That's a lot of typing. We just sound like school kids now giggling over a rude word, don't we? We really do. Oh, God. That's what you were talking about? Oh. <laughs> I told you it was an owl line. 
No Well, way. our listeners are waiting now. Alright. <laughs> the new TFYR slogan is, and I swear to God, I'm not the one who came up with this one, TFYR, I'm wanking while I write this. <laughs> okay, then. This has been TFYR, the crappy edition. I'm Alo64, saying goodbye for everybody else because I'm just done with this crap. We we actually weren't done yet. Oh, we weren't? What What else I, we I have? was going to talk about the live show next week. Oh. Oh, we don't care. Well, maybe you don't, but the listeners might. We have listeners? I'm just joking. I think so. You guys are awesome out there in listener land. I think so. Someone's downloading this shit. Are you sure it's not just carnivore downloading everything? I'm pretty sure. Huh. <laughs> okay, so anyways, next week, September 10th, 6 p.m., we have another live show. We did it, what, three weeks ago? Three weeks ago sounds about right. Episode 52? We did it back 51? in August. Fuck, I don't remember. 51. We, it was episode 51. So, three weeks ago. If you didn't make it to the uh, recording then, make sure you make it to the recording next week. I'll post a link on the website, and at 6 p.m. next Sunday, you click on the link, and if you have Skype, you can join in on the show and talk with us, and we'll try and take live listener questions this time. Cross your fingers. Maybe. Crush your fingers. Crush. Technical difficultiness prime will probably be in attendance. <laughs> yes, maybe. Maybe Spade will be back with us. Maybe not. Doubtful. Okay, so remember, September 10th, 6 p.m. next week. Go to tfwire.com. I'll post a link. You must have Skype. If you want to talk with us, have a microphone. Preferably a headset, so there's no echo. Oh, the echo. Oh, 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 echo. That was horrible last time. Yeah, it got to be less of an echo and more of a feedback loop. <laughs> and be sure to chat with us. Be sure to chat with us in the forums. Which? Which? Forums. You gotta get tested. Forums.tfwire.com. Yes. Yes. So we're done. So we're done, right? I believe so. Of course, I could come up with more bad slogans. I've already got enough slogans. Really? They'll be appearing on the website. So, this is Matrix Prime saying I'll see you next week on the live show. This is our 64 be- saying sorry this week's episode sucked. Uh, and this is Curious saying something about Hawkman. See you next week. Try